Cardiac physiology. Starting with membrane potentials. If a voltmeter is attached to two terminals of a battery, a voltage difference will be measured across the two terminals. Likewise, if a voltmeter is used to measure voltage across the cell membrane inside versus outside of a cardiomyocyte, it will be found that inside the cell has a negative voltage in millivolts with respect to the outside of the cell, which is referenced as zero millivolts. Under resting conditions, this is called the resting membrane potential. With appropriate stimulation of the cell, this negative voltage inside the cell, the negative membrane potential, may transiently become positive owing to the generation of an action potential. Membrane potentials result from a separation of positive and negative charges or ions across the membrane, similar to the plates within a battery that separate positive and negative charges. Membrane potentials in cells are determined primarily by three factors. One, the concentration of ions on the inside and outside of the cell. Two, the permeability of the cell membrane to those ions, i.e. ion conductance, through specific ion channels. And three, by activity of electrogenic pumps, such as sodium-potassium ATPase and calcium transport pumps, that maintain the ion concentrations across the membrane. Cardiac cells, like all living cells, have different concentrations of ions across the cell membrane, the most important of which are sodium, potassium, chloride, and calcium. There are also negatively charged proteins within the cell to which the cell membrane is impermeable. In a cardiac cell, the concentration of potassium is high inside of the cell and low on the outside. Therefore, there is a chemical gradient for potassium to diffuse outside the cell. The opposite situation is true for sodium and calcium, where their chemical gradients, high outside and low inside, favor inward diffusion. To understand how a membrane potential is generated, first consider a hypothetical cell in which potassium is the only ion across the membrane other than the large negatively charged proteins inside the cell. Because the cell has potassium channels through which potassium can move in and out of the cell, potassium diffuses down its electrochemical gradient out of the cell because its concentration is much higher inside. As potassium, a positively charged ion diffuses out of the cell, it leaves behind negatively charged proteins. This leads to a separation of charge across the membrane and therefore a potential difference across the membrane. Experimentally, it is impossible to prevent or experimentally, it is possible to prevent the potassium from diffusing out of the cell. This can be achieved by applying a negative charge to the inside of the cell that prevents the positively charged potassium from leaving the cell. The negative charge across the membrane that would be necessary to oppose the movement of potassium down its concentration gradient is termed the equilibrium potential for potassium, or the Nernst potential. The Nernst potential can be calculated for potassium as follows. EK is equal to negative 61 over Z times the log of potassium concentration inside over potassium concentration outside equals negative 96 millivolts. The EK represents the electrical potential necessary to keep potassium from diffusing out of the cell and down its chemical gradient. If the outside potassium concentration were increased from 4 to 40, then chemical gradient driving K out of the cell would be reduced, and therefore the membrane potential required to maintain electrochemical equilibrium 
will be less negative according to the nurse relationship. The resting potential for a ventricular myocyte is about negative 90 millivolts, which is near the equilibrium potential for potassium when extracellular potassium concentration is 4. Since the equilibrium potential for K is negative 96 millivolts and the resting membrane potential is negative 90 millivolts, there is a net electrochemical driving force, i.e. difference between membrane potential and equilibrium potential, of 6 millivolts acting on the potassium. The membrane potential is more positive than the equilibrium potential. Therefore, the net driving force is outward due to potassium having a positive charge. Because the resting cell has a finite permeability to potassium and the presence of a small net outward driving force acting upon potassium, there is a slow outward leak of potassium from inside the cell. If potassium continued to leak out of the cell, its chemical gradient would be lost over time. However, the sodium-potassium ATP pump brings the potassium back into the cell and thereby maintains the potassium chemical gradient. Because the sodium conductance is higher outside of the cell, this ion diffuses down its electrical chemical gradient into the cell. Similar to sodium, there is a large calcium concentration difference across the cell membrane. Therefore, calcium diffuses into the cell through calcium channels. Under resting conditions, sodium slowly leaks into the cell and potassium leaks out of the cell because of the electrochemical driving forces. Whenever an action potential is generated, additional sodium enters the cell and potassium leaves the cell, while the number of ions moving across the sarcolemma membrane in a single action potential is very small relative to the total number of ions. After many action potentials are generated, there would occur a significant change in extracellular and intracellular concentration of these ions. To maintain the concentration gradients for sodium and potassium, it is necessary to transport sodium out of the cell and potassium back into the cell. There is located on the sarcolemma an energy-dependent, ATP-dependent pump system called sodium-potassium ATPase that performs this function. Three sodium are pumped out of the cell for every two potassium that enter the cell. By pumping more positive charges out of the cell than into the cell, the pump activity creates a negative potential within the cell. Inhibition of this pump, therefore, causes depolarization resulting not only from changes in sodium and potassium concentration gradients, but also from the loss of an electrogenic component of the membrane potential. Small increases in external potassium can stimulate the pump activity and thereby cause a hyperpolarization, which is the opposite of what would be predicted by the Nernst equation for a small increase in external K. Because calcium enters the cell during action potentials, it is necessary to maintain its concentration gradients. This is accomplished by calcium pump and exchangers on the membrane. The calcium that enters the cell during action potentials must be removed from the cell, otherwise an accumulation of calcium would lead to cellular dysfunction. Calcium is removed by cells by two basic mechanisms. The first mechanism involves an ATP-dependent calcium pump that actively removes calcium from the cell. The second me mechanism is a sodium-calcium exchanger. 
The exact mechanisms by which this exchanger works is unclear. It is known that calcium and sodium can move in either direction across the sarcolemma. Furthermore, three sodium ions are exchanged for each calcium ion. Therefore, a small electrogenic potential is generated by this exchanger. The direction of movement of these ions depends on the membrane potential and the chemical gradient for the ions. When the membrane potential is negative, such as in resting cells, the exchanger transports calcium out as sodium enters the cell. When the cell is depolarized and has a positive membrane potential, the exchanger works in the opposite direction. Therefore, during ventricular systole, when the myocytes are depolarized, calcium enters the cell through this exchanger. In contrast, during ventricular diastole, when the cells are repolarized, calcium leaves the cell through this exchanger. The cell membrane is permeable to a number of ions. Again, the most important are sodium, potassium, calcium, and chloride. These ions pass across the membrane through specific ion channels that can open or become activated and close or become inactivated. Therefore, these channels are said to be gated channels. Their opening and closing can occur in response to 1. Voltage changes or voltage-gated channels, 2. Activation of receptors or receptor-gated channels, and 3. Specific ions and chemical ligands. Cardiac cells have several different channels for a given ion. For example, there are many different types of potassium channels that play an important role in resting membrane potential and in action potentials. It is the opening and closing of ion channels that alter specific ion conductances in a manner that determines resting potentials and generates action potentials. In cardiac cells, the sodium channels include fast sodium channels and slow sodium channels. Fast sodium channels during phase zero of depolarization of non-pacemaker cardiac action potentials are activated. Slow, slow sodium channels are called funny pacemaker current or IF and they're located in cardiac nodal tissue. Potassium channels are opened during phase three repolarization of cardiac action potentials. Calcium channels include L-type and T-type calcium channels. L-type calcium channels are the slow inward, long-lasting current in phase two of non-pacemaker cardiac action potentials and late phase four and phase zero of SA and AV nodal cells, important in vascular smooth muscle contraction. T-type calcium channels are transient current that contributes to the early phase four pacemaker currents in the SA and AV nodes. Cardiac action potentials. Many cells in the body have the ability to undergo a transient depolarization and repolarization that is either triggered by external mechanisms, such as motor nerve stimulation of skeletal muscle or cell-to-cell -cell depolarization in the heart, or by intracellular spontaneous mechanisms, such as cardiac pacemaker cells. There are two general types of cardiac action potentials. Non-pacemaker action potential, also called fast response action potentials because of their rapid depolarization, are found throughout the heart except the pacemaker cells. The pacemaker cells generate spontaneous action potentials that are also termed slow response action potentials because of their slower rate of depolarization. They are normally found in the SA and AV nodes of the heart. Both types of action potentials in the heart differ considerably from action potentials found in neural and skeletal muscle cells. 
One of the major differences is the duration of the action potentials. In a typical nerve, the action potential duration is about one millisecond. In skeletal muscles, the action potential duration is about two to five milliseconds. In contrast, the duration of cardiac action potentials range from 200 to 400 milliseconds. Another difference between cardiac and nerve and muscle action potentials is the role of calcium ions in depolarization. In nerve and muscle cells, the depolarization phase of the action potential is caused by an opening of sodium channels. This is also true for non-pacemaker cardiac cells. However, in cardiac pacemaker cells, calcium ions are involved in the initial depolarization phase of the action potential. In non-pacemaker cells, calcium influx prolongs the duration of the action potential and produces the characteristic plateau phase. Non-pacemaker action potentials. Atrial myocytes, ventricular myocytes, and Purkinje cells are example of non-pacemaker action potentials in the heart. Because these action potentials undergo very rapid depolarization, they are sometimes referred to as fast response action potentials. Unlike pacemaker cells found in the nodal tissue within the heart, non-pacemaker cells have a true resting membrane potential, or phase zero, that remains near equilibrium potential for potassium. The resting membrane potential is very negative during phase four, about negative 90 millivolts, because potassium channels are open. As shown in the figure, phase four is associated with potassium currents in which positive potassium ions are leaving the cell and thereby making the membrane potential more negative on the inside. At the same time, fast sodium channels and L-type sodium channels are closed. When these cells are rapidly depolarized to threshold voltage of about negative 70 millivolts, e.g. by an action potential in the adjacent cell, there is a rapid depolarization, or phase zero, that is caused by transient increase in fast sodium channel conductance through fast sodium channels. This increases the inward-directed depolarizing sodium currents that are responsible for the generation of these fast response action potentials. At the same time, sodium channels open, potassium conductance and outward-directed potassium currents fall as potassium channels close. These two conductance changes move the membrane potential away from the equilibrium potential for K, which is negative, and closer towards the equilibrium potential for sodium, which is positive. Phase 1 represents an initial repolarization that is caused by the opening of special types of transient outward potassium channels, which causes a short-lived hyperpolarizing outward potassium current. However, because of the large increase in slow inward potassium current occurring from the same time of transient nature, of potassium outwards, the repolarization is delayed and there is a pl plateau phase in action potential, or phase two. This inward calcium movement is through long-lasting L-type calcium channels that open up when the membrane potential depolarizes to about negative 40 millivolts. This plateau phase prolongs the action potential duration and distinguishes cardiac action potentials from the much shorter action potentials found in nerves and skeletal muscle. Repolarization, or phase three, occurs when potassium 
outward current increases along with the inactivation of calcium channels. Therefore, the action potential in non-pacemaker cells is primarily determined by the relative changes in fast sodium, slow calcium, and potassium conductances and currents. As described under the discussion of membrane potentials and summarized in the following relationship and in the figure to the right, the membrane potential is determined by the relative conductances of major ions distributed across the membrane. When the conductance for potassium is high and conductance for sodium and calcium are low, as in phase 3 and phase 4, the membrane potential will be more negative and in the resting state. When potassium conductance is low and conductance for sodium and or calcium are high, the membrane potential will be more positive, such as in phases 0, 1, and 2. These fast response action potentials in the non-nodal tissue are altered by antidysrhythmic drugs that block specific ion channels. Sodium channel blockers inactivate fast sodium channels and reduce the rate of depolarization. They decrease the slope of phase zero. Calcium channel blockers, such as verapamil and diltiazem, affect the plateau phase or phase two of the action potential and potassium channel blockers delay repolarization or phase three by blocking the potassium channels that are responsible for this phase. Once an action potential is initiated, there is a period of time compromising phase zero, one, two, and three, and early phase four of the new action potential that cannot be initiated. This is termed the effective refractory period or the absolute refractory period of the cell. During this time, stimulation of the cell by adjacent cell undergoing depolarization does not produce a new propagated action potential. This occurs because fast sodium channels remain inactivated following channel closure during phase one. They do not change to their closed, resting, or excitable state until sometime after the membrane potential has fully repolarized. The effective refractory period acts as a protective mechanism in the heart by preventing multiple compounded action potentials from occurring, i.e. it limits the frequency of depolarization and the heart rate. This is important because at very high heart rates, the heart would be unable to adequately fill with blood and therefore ventricular ejection would be reduced. Many antiarrhythmic drugs alter the effective refractory period, thereby altering cellular excitability. For example, drugs that block potassium channels such as amiodarone delay phase 3 repolarization and increases the effective refractory period. Drugs that, de that, drugs that increase the effective refractory period can be particularly effective in abolishing re-entry currents that lead to tachydysrhythmias. It is important to note that non-pacemaker action potentials can change into pacemaker cells under certain conditions. For example, if a cell becomes hypoxic, the membrane depolarizes, which closes fast sodium channels. At a membrane potential of about negative 50 millivolts, all of the fast sodium channels are inactivated. When this occurs, action potentials can still be elicited. However, the inward current are carried by calcium or slow inward channels exclusively. These action potentials resemble those found in pacemaker cells located in the SA node and can sometimes display spontaneous depolarization and automaticity. 
This mechanism may serve as an electrophysiologic membrane or mechanism behind the certain types of ectopic beats and arrhythmias, particularly in ischemic heart disease and following myocardial infarction. Pacemaker action potential. Cells within the SA node are the primary pacemaker site within the heart. These cells are characterized as having no true resting membrane potential, but instead generate regular spontaneous action potentials. Unlike non-pacemaker action potentials in the heart and most other cells that elicit action potentials such as nerve and muscle cells, the depolarizing current is carried into the cell primarily by relatively slow calcium currents instead of by the fast sodium currents. There are, in fact, no fast sodium channels and currents operating in the SA node cells. This results in a slower action potential in terms of how rapidly they depolarize. Therefore, these pacemaker action potentials are sometimes referred to as slow response action potentials. SA node action potentials are divided into three phases. Phase four is the spontaneous depolarization or pacemaker potential that triggers the action potential once the membrane potential reaches threshold between negative 40 and negative 30 millivolts. Phase zero is the depolarization phase of the action potential. This is followed by phase three, repolarization. Once the cell is completely repolarized at about negative 60 millivolts, the cycle is spontaneously repeated. The changes in membrane potential during the differences are brought about by changes in the movement of ions, principally calcium and potassium, and to a lesser extent sodium, across the membrane through ion channels that open and close at different times during the action potential. When a channel is opened, there's an increased electrical conductance of a specific ion through that ion channel. Closure of ion channels cause ion conductance to decrease. As ions flow through open channels, they generate electrical currents that change the membrane potential. In the SA node, three ions are particularly important in generating the pacemaker action potential. The role of these ions in different action potential phases are illustrated in the figure above and described as follows. At the end of repolarization, when the membrane potential is very negative, about negative 60 millivolts, ion channels open that conduct slow, inward depolarizing sodium currents. These currents are called funny currents and abbreviated as IF. These depolarizing currents cause the membrane potential to begin spontaneously depolarizing, thereby initiating phase four. As the membrane potential reaches about negative 50 millivolts, another type of channel opens. This channel is called transient or T-type calcium channels. As calcium enters the cell through these channels down its electrochemical gradient, the inward directed calcium currents further depolarize the cell. When the membrane depolarizes to about negative 40 millivolts, a second type of calcium channel is open. These are called long-lasting or L-type calcium channels. Opening of these channels causes more calcium to enter the cell and further depolarize the cell until an action potential threshold is reached, usually between negative 40 and negative 30 millivolts. It should be noted that hyperpolarized state is necessary for pacemaker channels to become activated. Without membrane voltage becoming very negative at the end of phase three, pacemaker channels remain inactivated, which suppresses pacemaker currents and decreases the slope of phase four. 
This is one reason why cellular hypoxia, which depolarizes the cell and alters phase 3 hyperpolarization, leads to a reduction in the pacemaker rate and produces bradycardia. During phase 4, there is also a slow decline in the outward movement of potassium, as the potassium channels responsible for phase 3 continue to close. This fall in potassium conductance contributes to the depolarizing pacemaker potential. Phase 0 depolarization is primarily caused by an increased calcium conductance through L-type calcium channels and begin to open towards the end of phase 4. The funny currents and calcium conductance through the T-type calcium channels decline during this phase as their respective channels close. Because the movement of calcium through these channels in the cell are not rapid, the rate of depolarization or slope of phase 0 is much slower than found in other cardiac cells such as Purkinje cells. Repolarization occurs in phase 3 as potassium channels open, increasing the potassium conductance, thereby increasing the outward-directed hyperpolarizing potassium currents. At the same time, the L-type calcium channels close and they are inactivated, which decreases calcium conductance and the inward depolarizing calcium currents. Although pacemaker activity is spontaneously generated by SA nodal cells, the rate of this activity can be modified significantly by external factors, such as by autonomic nerves, hormones, drugs, ions, and ischemia or hypoxia. It is important to note that action potentials described for SA node cells are very similar to those found in AV node cells. Therefore, action potentials in the AV node, like the SA node, are determined primarily by changes in slow inward calcium and potassium currents, and do not involve fast sodium currents. AV node action potentials also have an intrinsic pacemaker activity produced by the same ion currents as described above for SA node cells. Normal heart rhythm the rhythm of the heart is normally determined by the pacemaker SA node, located in the posterior wall of the right atrium near the superior vena cava. The SA node consists of specialized cells that undergo spontaneous generation of action potentials at a rate of 100 to 110 action potentials, or beats per minute. This intrinsic rhythm is strongly influenced by autonomic nerves with the vagus nerve being the dominant nerve over the sympathetic influences of the heart. This vagal tone brings the resting heart rate down to about 60 to 80 beats per minute. The normal range for sinus rhythm is 60 to 100 beats per minute. Sinus rates below this range are sinus bradycardia and rates above are termed sinus tachycardia. The sinus rhythm normally controls both atrial and ventricle rhythm. Action potentials generated by the SA node spread throughout the atria, depolarizing this tissue and causing atrial conduction and contraction. The impulse then travels to the ventricle via the AV node. Specialized conduction pathways, bundle branches, and Purkinje fibers within the ventricle rapidly conduct the wave of depolarization through the ventricles to elicit, to elicit ventricular contraction. Therefore, normal cardiac rhythm is controlled by the pacemaker activity of the SA node. Abnormal cardiac rhythms can occur if the SA node fails to function normally, such as sinus bradycardia or tachycardia, impulses are not conducted from the atria to the ventricles through the AV node, termed AV block, abnormal conduction pathways are followed, such as accessory pathways between the atria and ventricles, 
and other pacemaker sites when the atria or ventricles trigger depolarization, called ectopic pacemakers. Regulation of pacemaker activity. The SA node is predominantly innervated by efferent branches of the right vagus nerve, although some innervation from the left vagus nerve is often observed. Experimental denervation of the right vagus nerve to the heart leads to an abrupt increase in SA node firing rate if the resting heart rate is below 100 beats per minute. A similar response is noted when a drug such as atropine is administered. This drug blocks vagal transmission at the SA node by antagonizing the muscarinic receptors that bind to acetylcholine, which is the neurotransmitter released by the vagus nerve. Parasympathetic or vagal activation, which releases acetylcholine onto the SA node, decreases pacemaker rate by increasing potassium conductance and decreasing slow inward calcium and sodium conductance. The pacemaker current IF is suppressed. These ionic conductance changes decreases the slope of phase 4 act potential, thereby increasing the time required to reach threshold. Vagal activity also hyperpolarizes the pacemaker cell during phase 4, which results in longer time to reach threshold voltage. The rate of SA node firing can be altered by changes in autonomic nerve activity, circulating hormones, serum ion concentrations, cellular hypoxia, and drugs. Changes in autonomic nerve activity, sympathetic and vagal. To increase the heart rate, the autonomic nervous system increases sympathetic outflow to the SA node with concurrent inhibition of vagal tone. Inhibition of vagal tone is necessary for the sympathetic nerves to increase heart rate because vagal influences inhibit the action of the sympathetic nerve activity. Sympathetic activation, which releases norepinephrine, increases the pacemaker rate by decreasing potassium conductance and increasing slow calcium and sodium conductance. The pacemaker current, IF, is enhanced. These changes increase the slope of phase zero so that the pacemaker potential more rapidly reaches threshold for the action potential generation. Pacemaker activity is also altered by hormones. For example, hyperthyroid induces tachycardia and hypothyroid induces bradycardia. Circulating epinephrine causes tachycardia by a mechanism similar to norepinephrine released by the sympathetic nerves. Changes in serum concentration of ions, particularly potassium, can cause changes in the SA node firing rate. Hyperkalemia induces bradycardia or can even stop the SA node firing. Hypokalemia increases the rate of phase 4 depolarization and causes tachycardia. It apparently does this by decreasing the potassium conductance during phase 4. Cellular hypoxia, usually due to ischemia, depolarizes the membrane potential causing bradycardia. Without adequate oxygen, ATP-dependent ion pumps in the cell membrane cannot operate. This leads to a loss of normal ion gradients across the membrane that are required to produce a negative membrane potential. Because a hyperpolarized state at the end of phase 3 is necessary for pacemaker channels to become activated, pacemaker channels remain inactivated in depolarized cells. This suppresses pacemaker currents and decreases the slope of phase 4. This is one of the reasons why cellular hypoxia 
which depolarizes the cell and alters phase 3 of hyperpolarization, leads to a reduction in pacemaker rate, i.e. produces bradycardia. Severe hypoxia completely stops pacemaker activity. Various drugs used as antiarrhythmics also affect SA node rhythm. Calcium channel blockers, for example, cause bradycardia by inhibiting the slow inward calcium currents during phase 4 and phase 0. Drugs affecting autonomic control or autonomic receptors such as beta blockers, muscarinic antagonists, directly or indirectly alter the pacemaker activity. Digitalis causes bradycardia by increasing the vagal activity on the SA node. However, at toxic concentrations, digitalis increases automaticity and therefore can cause tachyarrhythmias. This toxic effect is related to the inhibitory effects of digitalis on the membrane sodium-potassium ATPase, which leads to cellular depolarization, increased intracellular calcium, and changes in ion conductances. Pacemaker activity is influenced dramatically by age. The max heart rate that can be achieved in an individual is estimated by an equation. Regulation of conduction. Conduction velocity is altered by sympathetic stimulation, which increases it, vagal stimulation, which decreases it, ischemia or hypoxia, which decreases conduction velocity, and drugs such as adrenergic drugs, which increase conduction velocity, or cholinergic drugs, which decrease conduction velocity. The conduction of electrical impulses throughout the heart, and particularly in specialized conduction system, is influenced by autonomic nerve activity. This autonomic control is most apparent in the AV node. Sympathetic activation increases conduction velocity in the AV node by increasing the rate of depolarization and increasing slope of phase zero of the action potentials. This leads to more rapid depolarization of adjacent cells, which leads, which leads to a more rapid conduction of action potentials called positive dermatropy. Sympathetic activation of the AV node reduces the normal delay of conduction through the AV node, thereby reducing the time between atrial and ventricular contraction. The increase in AV node conductance velocity can be seen as a decrease in the PR interval on the EKG. Sympathetic nerves exert their actions on the AV node by releasing the neurotransmitter norepi that binds to beta adrenergic receptors, leading to an increase in intracellular CAMP. Therefore, drugs that block beta or beta receptors or beta blockers decrease conduction velocity and can produce an AV block. Parasympathetic or vagal activation decreases conduction velocity, causing negative dermatropic effect at the AV node by decreasing the slope of phase zero of the nodal acting potentials. This leads to slower depolarization of adjacent cells and reduced velocity con conduction. Acetylcholine, released by the vagus nerve, binds to cardiac muscarinic receptors, which decreases intracellular CAMP. Excessive vagal activation can produce AV block. Drugs such as digitalis, which increases vagal activity to the heart, are sometimes used to reduce AV node conduction in patients who have A-flutter or A-fib. These atrial arrhythmias lead to excessive ventricular rate or tachycardia that can be suppressed by partially blocking impulses being conducted through the AV node. 
Phase zero of action potentials at the AV node is not dependent on fast sodium channels, as in non-nodal tissue, but instead is generated by the entry of calcium into the cells through slow inward L-type calcium channels. Blocking these channels with calcium channel blockers, such as verapamil or diltiazam, reduces the conduction velocity of impulses through the AV node and can produce AV block. Because conduction velocity depends on the rate of tissue depolarization, which is related to the slope of phase zero of the action potential, conditions or drugs that alter phase zero will affect the conduction velocity. For example, conduction can be altered by changes in membrane potential, which can occur during myocardial ischemia and hypoxia. In non-nodal cardiac tissue, cellular hypoxia leads to membrane depolarization inhibition of fast sodium channels and decrease in the slope of phase zero and a decrease in action potential amplitude. These membrane changes can result in a decrease in speed by which action potentials are conducted within the heart. This can have a number of consequences. First, activation of the heart will be delayed and in some cases, the sequence of activation will be altered. This can seriously impair ventricular pressure development. Second, Damage to the conducting system can precipitate tachyarrhythmias by re-entry mechanisms. Antiarrhythmic drugs such as quinidine that block fast sodium channels can cause a decrease in conduction velocity in non-nodal tissue.